Hi, and welcome to Stories of Hope, testimonies from everyday people with extraordinary stories of God's love and faithfulness. Stories of Hope is produced by The 315 Project, a ministry that helps Christians know and share their stories wholeheartedly. For more information, visit 315project.com. And now, for today's story. For approximately four years, my wife was a widow. For four years, my kids were orphans. When I was sent to federal prison, I never could have imagined that I'd be grateful for it. My name is Delton Dearmas. I'm a PK, a preacher's kid. That means we were in church every time the doors were open. And most of the time, we were the ones who opened the doors. At 13, I went to a church camp. And I remember singing a song, Jesus, Jesus, Lord to me. And I felt this longing um, to surrender, to give up control, to make him Lord. And that's what I did, I surrendered. And I gave my life to him. And I gave up control. And I was a pretty good kid. I didn't rebel uh, or stray that far off. I mean, I, I messed up like everybody does. But I'd say on the whole, I, I remained committed to him. I married Pam, my high school sweetheart. We had three wonderful kids, had a great job as a CFO of a mortgage company, and we had a faith family, a body of believers that we did life with. In 2009, I had a feeling of unrest. Something just wasn't right. So Pam and I went to dinner with uh, our pastor and his wife. And I just remember saying, I just don't feel like I'm doing enough, enough eternal impact, en enough significance. And that was on a Saturday. On Monday, the FBI raided our offices. I remember telling Ron after, uh, hey Ron, you'll never guess what happened. <laughs> The FBI showed up this morning. He said, Delton, I promise you, I didn't pray for that. Two days later, we filed for bankruptcy and laid off 90% of the company. Two months after that, they asked for my resignation. So we lived off my savings and uh, I consulted with some churches and we um, decided that the next step was seminary. And so we packed up everything we owned, and we moved to Dallas, Texas to go to seminary. So about a year or so later, uh, I get a call from my attorney. I hadn't heard from him in a while. And he said, uh, Delton, the U.S. attorney wants to meet with us. Okay, so we flew to Washington and met with him. And uh, he looked at me and said, Delton, my boss is putting some pressure on me. He said, you are the chief financial officer of a financial organization that had financial fraud, so you need to be held responsible. <laughs> and I remember thinking, so what does that even look like, held responsible? And as it turns out, what it looked like was a plea agreement. And what it looked like was four years away from my wife and kids. On July 25th, 2012, I surrendered to the minimum security camp at the Federal Correctional Complex in Pauk, Louisiana. And as many guys in my position would do, I gravitated to the chapel. And I remember that 
First Tuesday night, a guy named Gene, a guy I ultimately called a friend, prayed. As we bowed our heads, he said, God, I just want to thank you for bringing me to prison 13 years ago. I'm just so grateful and all that you've done in my life. And I remember thinking to myself, grateful? Really? <laughs> I'm not grateful. I might be a little bit upset, a little frustrated, a little abandoned. Like, how could this happen to me? But there he was, grateful. After a while, I acclimated. I wouldn't say I was doing great, but I was surviving. Part of surviving was just creating a routine and, and staying busy. And for me, staying busy meant going to chapel. And I remember one time in chapel, Chaplain Baby Teeth, we called him. I remember one time going to chapel, he says, sin falls into two categories. The sin of self-promotion, pride, and the sin of self-preservation, fear. I'd heard pride all my life, but fear. Fear is a sin? I never thought of fear as a sin. So right then and there, I, I quietly repented. I said, God, I don't want to be fearful. And then I prayed, as David does in Psalm 139. I said, God, reveal any wicked way in me. Show me where I'm fearful. <laughs> and he did. He said, Delton, you're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of not measuring up. You're afraid of rocking the boat. And on and on, he, he kept revealing. And every time he'd reveal it to me, I'd repent and I'd say, I'm sorry. I don't want to be fearful. And I'd, I'd let it go. And I know it sounds like a cliche, but as I let those sins go, I let that fear go, it was like a weight was being lifted off my shoulders. I felt free. About three years later, I'm sitting in the chapel again with some new friends, some strangers. And this time it's me praying. God, just so grateful that you brought me here. And I'm so thankful for all that you've done in my life. I've been home now for about three years. And I was grateful then, but I'm really grateful now because God's allowing me to see some of the things that he's doing with what he did. <laughs> And the story that we went through, the pain, the suffering, the loneliness, the what we called our current unpleasantness, he's allowing us to recycle. He's allowing us to use that in ministry. He's using, allowing us to reinvest that into the kingdom. And what I've come to learn is that through all of this, God is faithful. And God is sovereign. And God is good. We hope you enjoyed today's story of hope. Stories of Hope is produced by the 315 Project and made possible in part by generous ministry partners just like you. To learn more how you can get involved, please visit 315project.com.